Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Extra Point Podcast. My name is Todd Stiles. I'm one of the pastors at First Family Church. Really glad you joined us for this episode. Today is Tuesday, April the 12th, and I want to, in this episode, take a look back even at a couple of weeks, maybe even three weeks ago, as we looked at uh, the power of the Word to change us and to produce maturity in us and to remove sin from us. Our focus was 1 Peter 2, 1 through 3. And on that, we, we actually were going to take questions live in the service. Uh, due to time, we weren't able to, but many of you texted them in. We answered some of them uh, on our Ask the Pastors podcast. I want to take two more here on this edition of the Extra Point podcast and um, bring some insight into two questions that came in from that text and that week of preaching. The first question was this, why do you say the Bible is quote-unquote helpful when it comes to uh, conquering sin and pursuing maturity? And I think the word I used was producing maturity. If you recall, um, my first um, hard-hitting realization that week was that it's God's Word that conquers sin. It's helpful in conquering sin and producing maturity. And this person was a little concerned that maybe helpful was too um, too weak of a word, that maybe it should be more intense, that perhaps the Word of God should be seen to be the only agent in producing maturity, um, in, remo- in conquering sin, and so forth. And so I appreciate the question so much. I don't think the word helpful is too weak. I don't think it's um, um, a word that paints a wrong picture. Actually, uh, Paul did say to Timothy that he that the Word of God is profitable for teaching, for instruction, for correction. He mentioned several things there. He used the word profitable, which is a word that's very similar to helpful. Uh, and I would say, in all candor, that the Word of God is a primary agent, no doubt, in not only bringing us into God's family and birthing us, but in growing us. But it isn't the only agent. The Word of God is also joined by trials. You know, James says that trials help mature us. They produce maturity. We also know that not only does the Word of God enable us to resist sin and conquer sin, but so does fleeing youthful lusts and running from temptation. Um, And so so there's a number of things. Prayer and fasting helps us um, resist and conquer sin. So this by no means is trying to reduce the importance of God's Word. I simply think it's an accurate and factual word that helps us understand there are several things in play when it comes to conquering and overcoming and resisting sin, and there are several things in play when it comes to pursuing and producing maturity, and the Word of God is an integral part of that. Um, But so are other things. And so just keep that in mind. I think the statement is actually quite, and I use this word on purpose here, helpful in understanding how the Word of God works. It does help us uh, conquer sin and pursue maturity. Another question was this one sent in by one of our listeners that day. Uh, It says that since most Christians have come to focus more on removing their sin, and I used the word conquering sin, uh, since most Christians have uh, seemed to come to focus more on that than soaking up God's Word, which will expunge their sin. How can we practically create change in our own communities to encourage others to get in God's Word more? And there are probably several answers to this, of course. Uh, various people, based on their personalities and their positions, will have different bits of insight. I'll just share mine. I think one of the primary ways 
to make sure folks realize that it's not just a removing of sin um, by our own effort, let's say, which, which technically can't happen. It's the work of Christ in us through His Word, no doubt. Um, but as we bring our participation to that in the sanctification process, I think one of the things that will help is to continually emphasize the priority and necessity of God's Word, reading it on a regular daily basis, preaching right from the Word of God, um, going through the Bible book by book and tackling difficult topics, not driven uh, by the winds of culture or necessarily letting society dictate how we approach God's Word. I think there are places and moments for us to do that, to address cultural issues, but I think the systematic, uh, methodical uh, uh, feeding of God's people with God's Word is the best avenue for seeing a consistent, and can I even use the word methodical, growth of God's people. And so that means that we must continually promote God's Word, keep it front and center uh, in and uh, among our people, make sure our small groups are focused around God's Word. Um, and so I, I think everything just needs to center around um, what God uses to mature His people, uh, and that is the primary means of God's Word. Other things are involved. Yes, we bring effort to it, activity, and God inspires that. God motivates that. He empowers that. Um, trials affect our maturity. So all these things are in play, but I think there is a sense in which pastors and church leaders must continue to prioritize the necessity of God's Word in both written form as, as we share with our people, in verbal form as we share with our people, and modeling a life that's committed to that in, in every single way possible. Let's make sure that our people see that it's the Word of God that drives and that uh, empowers, that the Spirit of God is using the Word of God among the people of God so that sin is less and that maturity is more, that these things are happening, yes, at times through other avenues, but also through the uh, inspired, infallible, inerrant Word of God. Let's keep that at the forefront of our attention. And that perhaps is one bit of insight into this question about how we can create some change in our own communities. Let's be a people of the Word, for that's what does the work. Hope that helps. Appreciate the questions. I'm sure more could be said by other people. I trust that is a helpful answer to that one and the one before it. Until next week, I'm Todd Stiles. Thanks so much for joining in and listening to the Extra Point Podcast.